This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com It's uh, Pat Stewart, the Monday edition. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Um, apparently, the, the polls have really tightened up for Hillary in Iowa and New Hampshire. Of course, it's kind of interesting because in New Hampshire, I thought that uh, I thought Bernie Sanders was up by 11 at one point, wasn't he? Now he's up by four. There have been polls that have showed him uh, with a bigger lead than this. Yes. But again, that shows just showing that... Hillary Clinton is in danger in either of these states is kind of amazing. No one's treating it that way. And they're virtually, I mean, they're pretty close to being tied in Iowa. Uh, so what is she up by? She's up by four, I think, in Iowa. Is that right? She was up by 16. Um, anyway, it's, it's really close in both those states. Hillary should be up by 50, right, against this field. Mm-hmm. If she's yeah. the candidate, everybody said she, she should be up by 50. The way this field should be right now is Hillary Clinton's 70, um, Martin O'Malley, 25, Bernie Sanders, 5. Yes. Right? If, yes. Like, uh, that's what it probably should be. Unless uh, Democrats are now socialists, which they are. Which they are. So now, okay, um, so he's up to... I mean, what's funny is, like, you see Donald Trump dominating the coverage all the time. Mm-hmm. A socialist in the other party has the same percentage of vote. Now, I get that he's second, Bernie Sanders is second, and Donald Trump is first, so there is a difference, and it's a wider field. It's more impressive to get a higher percentage. But still, what we're saying is a third of the Democratic um, voting public is actually admitting they're socialists. Right. At least a third. Yeah. It doesn't include the people that are socialists and want Hillary. (laughs) It's It's pretty pretty amazing. It it is. And uh, on the Republican side, in Iowa, Ted Cruz leads Donald Trump by four points, 28-24. they're followed by Rubio, 13, Carson, 11. Carson's really kind of falling apart at this point. It, yeah, it, doesn't, like it feels like that's over. Um, it it I, does. I, I was reading a story this weekend uh, saying that uh, Carson, last stand in Iowa. Like, he doesn't finish in the top three in Iowa, he's done. And he's not even close in the polls, not even close to the top three. Wow. I, you would think they'd be saying that more about Rand Paul because he's got, what, 2%? Um, yeah. 2% of the uh, was that you that just dropped uh, something on the floor? No. Was this uh, for me? Oh, sir, for you. Yes, I know. Glenn doesn't have a mic on. Thank you. I'm hearing that in my ear. Glenn Wait, doesn't he have got a mic two on. and I only got really? one? Yeah. How come Stu gets two? Wow. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, but this is. These, we'll open them now? Yeah, okay. you can go open Glenn is getting us presents, apparently. Well, they're Christmas presents. They've been sitting in front of my door. They've been sitting in front of my door at my house since uh -huh. before Christmas. And oh, you I know they're gonna, good. You know they're good. <laughs> I was going to bring them. I was going to bring them to you guys on the Christmas sweet. break, and then I thought, no. Nah. No. Nah. Really? No, I'm not going to. Because you're too lazy, is uh, I yeah, think yeah. the issue, right? Okay. 1791. 1791 box. Yeah. But. I'm guessing it's not 1791 apparel <laughs> in it. Well, it could be. Why, no. Why uh, yeah, it's got the 1791 wrapping. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't it be? Uh, those All right. Good made of the Oh, my God. Look at that. Look what I got you. Oh, it's nice. actually it's something nice. It's actually, yeah. I thought That's for really sure nice. it was going to be that like the sweet. pants you guys switched no, back and no, forth. No, no, It's a nice sweatshirt. That's, That's yeah, what I was really expecting, cool. too. It's a 1791. Very That's cool. Great. I like that. Yeah, it's awesome. That's Thank you. I didn't know Thank you. And, and once I lose, you know, 50, 60 pounds, I'll yeah, fit in. They don't it. make my size. That's the one. Kind of because I'm um, overweight. I don't know if you know that. Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't tried it on. They're, they're pretty big. Oh, yeah. I have an extra large. I remember a medium when I was like 12. Uh, a medium? Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Wolven, true, then and now from Woolrich, established in 1830. Yeah. All right. This is pretty cool. This, this is something is like, from Woolrich. Yeah. yeah you, you, I got to eat one of these. Oh, really? Same thing? Yeah. It's uh, Christmas here at the studio it on is. January 11th. Because yeah. didn't want to deliver it over the holidays. There's a storyline these I like. All right. And... <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you know I like we blankets. All, I mean, you, you're you the opposite, but we, we all have wives who are like, Let's go, let's go. Mm -hmm. So here's your freaking blanket. So put a blanket on, keep the air conditioning low. Nah. But this nice. Is, but this is actually, nice. this is this is the nice. blanket that they made for the Union for the Civil War. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Now, so wow, thank cool you. History kind of thing. This is uh, very cool. Now, are these yeah, available you, on the you website? Have, you both have uh, 1791. No, we but don't. He, no, we he don't. has it. I have that's a sweatshirt. Right. No, we, I know. We didn't have. They, they sold out of <laughs> Rotan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are these available on the site? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stu will definitely use these that. These are great. Boy. Wow, these are beautiful. Can I use it during oh, the man. show? Do I have your permission to use it during the show? Is this really? Is this, <laughs> Thank you. Um, really ours? Is this nice. from 1791, too? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. We make you these? You should go to 1791.com sometimes. Nice. Look at that. Wow, very cool. Yeah. So, all right. And it makes a great curtain Thank for you. so you don't have to look at me so, the whole show. So Rotund is like on back order? Rotund is come. They don't have enough fabric. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you need a specific Jeffy size because it's kind of a Thank one of the you. kind. Yeah, Jeffy yeah. may not be able to get one. <laughs> Why? We'll get a, get a hefty trash bag and I'll spray paint. There you go. 1791 across it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something, I guess. Nice. That's something. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Thank wow, you. Wow, we got presents. Wow. Really nice. nice. And they're actual decent. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be like. I, I absolutely believe that. It's, yeah. uh, it's a gas I'm immune to, but you guys aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What? Serum gas? You're <laughs> How did you? Iocane powder? Or did you actually? Uh, so there you go. Very cool. And now I get to be warm for a show. You're well, really going to wear that? For literally warm. You're really going to put it really on? Wear that? Well, he asked me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it looks good on you. Does it does? Yeah, it actually, looks good. It's actually really warm. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Forget what we were talking about, but uh, 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 apparently the race oh. is happening and there's a presidential thing going on. Do we have the actual polls? Should we go through the actual polls uh, here? Sure. Most recent. Um, all right. So let's do, and just this will be a fun little exercise. Uh, let's start national GOP. Um, we're starting to get the first polls of the new year. 
Um, and they show uh, Donald Trump with a pretty wide lead, still 15 points, a little bit down from 21, which he was before uh, the before December or the last poll in December. He was up 21. Uh, he's up uh, 16 in the most recent poll, uh, 34 for him. Cruz at 18, mm -hmm. uh, Rubio at nine, Carson at eight, uh, Christie at four. I know what we we're talking about. We we're talking about Iowa and and is um, Ben Carson done? Mm -hmm. Is he done? Uh, so Carson um, in this particular role, he he finished fourth. So he could he finish coming third? Yeah, I guess obviously the the answer to that is yes. He's at, uh, so it's Cruz at 28, Trump at 24, uh, Rubio 13, and Carson 11. No one else is even close. Now Carson is only at nine um, as, as compared to Rubio's 15 in another poll, which is the one I was thinking of. But still, both of them are in the new year. Both of them show Cruz up four points. Um, but this is not a, this is not exactly a. Um, a sure thing for any of these guys. I mean, because I think everyone kind of looks at it and says, okay, well, Donald Trump uh, has uh, the potential of, of falling away because he's kind of a, the non-standard candidate. Um, but Cruz, too, I mean, Cruz doesn't have Iowa locked up by any means. The guy's up four points. Um, he's shown between, you know, a, a tie and a 10-point lead over the past month. Um, so he's probably ahead, but how far is he ahead? Uh, and, you know, does this birther thing work? Uh, Frank Luntz did a, um, a focus group this, this weekend that I saw a clip of, and they hated the birther thing. They, they, they weren't against Trump, but they just did not like Trump talking about that. They thought that was stupid and, uh, and away from the issues. Even and, among his supporters? Yeah, his, it, no one seemed to like well. it. Um, and that was one. They said seven of, there were 27 people there. Seven of them said no matter what, they could never vote for Trump, um, which is, again, high. You get universal... Uh, you know, approval typically of these guys once once they get the nomination, and it probably won't stay at thirty percent for Donald Trump of Republicans that won't vote for him. Mm -hmm. it, people will fade away because they'll see Hillary Clinton and they'll say anybody but her. I, I mean, certainly understand that, um, but the number is much higher for Trump than probably we've ever seen out of a, out of an actual uh, nominee if he becomes the nominee. But uh, you know, Cruz has got to win Iowa at this point. I mean, you got to think that his only path to the nomination is winning Iowa, right? Do you think anyway? Do you guys see a I mean, a lot of people are saying he's, I guess if you had a split, like let's say Ben Carson were to win Iowa somehow, and then Marco Rubio or Donald Trump wins New Hampshire, um, yeah, Cruz probably has a path if that happens. Because he's, you know, he's doing very well in the southern states. Um, and that's where he's really invested a lot of time and money uh, for the March 1st primary. Mm -hmm. So. I'd really like it if he won Iowa. <laughs> and so uh, let's see that that happens, shall we? Let's let's make that happen, Iowa. All right. No excuses. No excuse. Just no excuses. vote for the guy who's the best in the field. Clearly, Ted Cruz. Clearly, I, I will you say know, you know as much as we've been pro Cruz, and I I I clearly do believe he's the best guy in the field. Um, I, I, there's been a lot of guys I've entertained and, and thought this guy could be good. I'd vote for this guy. That field is dwindling right now. Oh yeah. It's I mean, uh, Fiorina. There are two for me. There are two. Two it that is you would Ted Cruz, for. and it is Marco Rubio. And after that, well, I'm done. I'm pretty well done. See, like, you know. Rand Paul, dead to me. Rand Paul with his birthday thing Santorum, is, is becoming dead to me. Fiorina, done. Santorum's done attack, which was really annoying on Cruz and just silly. Just silly, but I mean, mm -hmm. is not nearly as bad as this birther stuff. No, it no. is not. Um, yeah. And his camp keeps saying, well, and he keeps saying to people who keep bringing it up, that was a pretty nasty attack. Oh, I don't think that was any big. De They're the only ones who think it wasn't a big deal. The whole uh, what Ted Cruz has done with his whole career is green eggs and ham, 
and I've done something of su- what, what? Name one. Name one thing you've done of, su- of substance. I haven't. I, I don't know what it is. I can't point to it. For for one thing, no, and and for another, you, you know, he keeps saying this, and nobody agrees with him. Well, it's really not a big deal. <laughs> I don't. Just come on. That wasn't a tough shot at him. Well, just don't do it. I mean, it was just don't do it. I, I wouldn't say it was the harshest political attack of all time. What I would say about it is it, it was, was dumb. It was yeah. dumb. It's a stupid. dumb attack. It's like it's an asinine attack. It's something that a Democrat would do. And, yeah. and I honestly think higher of, of Rick. And one of the things we loved about Rand Paul, at least I did, when he, every time he's here, he always seems like he knows the Constitution, yeah. knows, knows what he's talking about. And then this all of a birth- sudden, right? Oh, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert on the Constitution. On line two, page three. Constitution, you say? Right. I don't. Where? Yeah. Wh- who did that? Really silly exactly. and, 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 and disappointing and disingenuous. I mean, he doesn't yeah. even believe it. Yeah. None of these guys even believe it. Fiorina's on the same uh, bandwagon. She was just as bad on this. Yep. Um, and, and she, I mean, and, and Fiorina to me is is harder to. Come to grips with policy-wise, right. than than Rand Paul is. Oh, so, by far. So like I like like again like if they were the nominee, would you vote for them? Is kind of the standard I'm looking at, and it's like th- that field is shrinking. Like I still feel pretty. I mean, certainly comfortable with Cruz. Still feel pretty okay with Rubio um, as a guy as a guy to vote for. Uh, Rand Paul is really pissing me off. Although I imagine if he got the nomination, I'd probably still come along. Um, you know, mm-hmm. would, if Rick Santorum got the nomination, I guess I, I guess I'm still voting for him. But I guess I, you know, I mean, I don't know. it's a different, ben it's Carson? A different standard. You know, yeah, I probably, probably probably come along to it. Um, but you know, you'd have to, yeah, if it's him or Hillary. Fiorina, I think, has talked me talked me out of it because she was on the borderline for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this nonsense, I mean, you know, no Huckabee. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, Jeb chance. Bush. No. Uh, I mean, Jeb Bush John, has actually been okay on this particular issue. Yeah, yes. John Chris, John uh, Kasich. No. Chris, Chris. Chris, Chris, no. Donald Trump, no. Okay, but surely you would vote for Jim Gilmore. Yes. Uh, Jim, I actually would. am the uh, Texas state chair for Jim Gilchrist Morrison. <laughs> I would vote really? for him for land commissioner of mm. Ottawa County. Okay, yes. In Canada. <laughs> really? I don't know if he knows enough about those issues. I don't care because okay. it's candidate. Okay. And I can't vote. So. I don't want to count. No, it's actually a province. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BEZK. More Pat and Stu is coming mm. up. All right. Uh, sponsor of this half hour is surprisingly not 1791, although that's, that's a semi-sponsor of this half hour. Mm-hmm. A sponsor of this half hour is Goldmine. Uh, yeah, Goldmine. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is a product we believe in, and uh, we're going to tell you about it, and we've been telling you about it for a while. Uh, they are the exclusive dealer of the Royal Canadian uh, Mint's first ever one-tenth of an ounce, 99.99% pure gold bullion legal tender bar. This is it. You heard Glenn making the sh- uh, shaking noise on the radio earlier today. It's cool because this is, this is one of those things where gold, you project to a situation where you really need gold for some, um, not, not as an, an investment in this particular situation, but something really bad happens and you need gold uh, in that environment. This is the best way to have it because it's easy to handle. It's easy to break up. You don't, and these are just these are separate little tiny bars. And if you need it in a pinch to get somewhere, to buy something, when things really break down, you're going to have it. Plus, you have a cool investment and a really unique product that, I mean, Goldline's the only place you can get it. It's ideal for barter in a crisis. Uh, it's also uh, qualifies for uh, the uh, pretty amazing price guarantee program that Goldline has, the two-way price guarantee program, the price shield. We've told you about them before. Call them. 
at 800-913-GOLD. Read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Ask them about the accumulation special as well. Glenn has really come up with a lot of these ideas, actually. The accumulation special he was talking about for a while, too. You can get started for just $100 a month. 800-913-GOLD. 800-913-GOLD. It's Goldline. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Hello and welcome. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is Pat and Stu. You see the uh, Golden Globes last night? You watch any portion of it? Did not. I watched about five minutes of it probably, and and uh, you know I don't know. It's just it's hard for me now knowing all these radicals in Hollywood and who they are and what they stand for. It's just really difficult to watch them celebrate themselves. Then uh, I can't can't really do it. Um, but the Golden Globe Award last night for Best Drama went to Revenant. That's the movie that you saw over the weekend and weren't that impressed with, huh? I mean, it was good. I mean, it was well done. I just, it wasn't as great as, yeah, I think everyone's trying to make it out to be. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is pretty damn good, and, and the, the cast is, mm-hmm. does a good job. You know, the, and the story is obviously an amazing, apparently true story. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, it was one of those movies where it could have been half hour 45 minutes shorter and i would have got the idea you know yeah it's one of those yeah it's like, eh, probably could have wrapped this one up in about 83 minutes yeah you know yeah um but you know it was still pretty amazing then the award for best musical or comedy of the year went to the martian wow. um i haven't seen that yet but i didn't know it was, it was a... not a musical so it's a comedy nor wow. was it a comedy uh, you know, there's some funny lines in it, I guess, as there are in most dramas, because you kind of mix it up a little bit. Uh, but that was not a musical, nor was it a comedy. I don't know. Would you call Star Wars a musical or a comedy? No, I would not. No, there are funny lines in it. Right. You know. But I'd definitely call that a drama. Uh, so, I don't know. I think they just wanted to award both Revenant and the Martian, so they had to separate them, right? And, I guess. That's a weird... Uh, and then Leo DiCaprio got the award, right, for drama, actor, best actor, actor in a drama. And I think um, uh, Matt Damon got the award for best actor in a musical or comedy. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence got one. Yeah, she got it for that movie Joy, which yeah, I guess is which about... Which I have not seen. I have not either. It's about the, uh, the inventor of the Miracle Mop, apparently. The inventor of the Miracle Mop? Yeah. Like, I guess it's the real story of how it happened. Which Seriously? Is apparently an amazing story. I don't know. Um, uh, so. <laughs> Why are you laughing at I, the miracle mop? I didn't know that. Is that a huge product? I guess it was yeah, one time. Yeah. one time. Mm-hmm. The miracle mop. Um, I was uh, no excited to see... fisherman, but... Uh, right. <laughs> uh, I was excited to see Sylvester Stallone win for uh, Creed, which he was... That's very, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah very cool. That's pretty cool. It's kind of amazing how he really... He has a, such a kind of a cool career that follows the arc of rocky really mm-hmm. i mean it kind of came out of nowhere um you know started off with these sort of really high critical acclaim 
um, and you know, you, uh, kind of just like the Rocky movies. Uh, then went into a period in the middle there. Maybe was received well uh, at the box office, but maybe not as well critically. Mm -hmm. uh, same real thing for for him, um, and, and it, kind of the same thing for Rocky. In that, like, he went through a period in the Rocky movies where, like, the movies got a little more, you know, um, box officey rather than artsy. Mm -hmm. And also, Rocky himself in the movies, yeah. um, you know, Rocky Three was sort of like not focused anymore and not really working on his craft. Instead, just you know, enjoying the perks of being famous. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and then has now brought it back in his later years to bring these this series around with two movies in a row that have been pretty critically acclaimed. Um, and it's really kind of turned it back into people now appreciate him. as. Yeah. I mean, remember, they used to make jokes all the time about, like, you know, coming up, Rocky 90. And he was just like this, you know, old, the the joke, yeah. you know, like schlocky actor. And now he's getting winning awards again at yeah. the end of his career. And then he had the pretty controversy cool. last night where he forgot to thank a couple people when he thanked everyone, but he forgot to thank the uh, yeah he didn't thank uh, Michael Jordan did he yeah uh, yeah the, the co-star and the, the director kid. but then he ran back out they they said that he remembered as he was walking off and he ran back out but they'd already gone to commercial so he thanked him in the house oh okay he didn't thank them on air mm. so all the tweets were slamming him for not thanking him. yeah you know he's a uh, he's an older gentleman he may have uh, <laughs> he may have forgotten that and not as old as you obviously. But he's you know he's had he's lived a life, man. I mean, oh, Sylvester yeah. Stallone has not lived a. I mean, he's lived a Jeffy-esque life. Oh, he's, li he's lived. He's lived. He's 70s now. He's probably in that general area, right? Yeah. Why don't you look it up? I mean, we just heard from you earlier that 69 was yeah. old. Well, I heard a. I didn't say that even. It, the the report I heard this said. morning was uh, David Bowie uh, died at 69, and he was. That's exactly what Stallone is. Yeah, 69. He goes, uh, Stallone, uh, or uh, David Bowie died at 69, and he was just so young, so young. And it's like, well, he's almost <laughs> at life expectancy, so I don't know that I would say he's so young. I mean, I'm not saying he's old. He's, right. I think yeah. ideally he's living longer, but he lived a, I mean, he lived a life of, uh, there's some partying going Success. on in that life. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised that he mm -hmm. died a couple years earlier than life expectancy, although it was cancer, so you can't ever predict that, I guess. But it's just like, I mean, I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know that saying, oh, my God, he was so young is the right way to handle it. I mean, he, I mean 69 you know. is like the, the, you know, the new... The new 1935. I mean, look, new no one understands how you've done it, Jeff. <laughs> when you passed 69, people were like, how did he make it to 69? Yeah. And then he just lived and lived and lived and lived and, and lived and lived and lived. I'm happy about it right now, too. Nobody else is, no one but else. it's good that you are. <laughs> I mean, your arm is clearly falling off, but other than that, you're in pretty I good know. health. I know. I had to get a 3D printed little piece of pig bone in there to <laughs> hook it up, but it's all good. Yeah, so uh, he's 69. And the funny thing is that his last movie, The Last Rocky, which was six, um, was just called Rocky Balboa, but also was critically well-received yeah. and didn't make a ton mm -hmm. of money, but was pretty critically well-received. And he actually boxed in that movie. That was, I mean, he was... <laughs> oh, right. He was, this movie, he's like the you know, trainer for Apollo Creed's son. Uh, that movie, he actually fought in the ring and looked good. I mean, he was big and, I mean, in shape and stuff, and he was in his 60s. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Well, he looked pretty good in that. What was the name of that? Uh, and I like it a lot. The movie he did with De Niro. Where grudge he's also, match. Yeah, grudge match. He's yeah. also a boxer in that. Yeah. And he uh, took off. They both pretty darn good. You know, and he made fun of De Niro, who had a, a larger gut than he did. But it wasn't very big no, for De Niro, not. even. I mean, compared to us, he was yeah. like... <laughs> 
It's like it's so sad to watch that movie with these two old geezers, and they're in better shape than we are. Uh, but uh, I, I think Stallone has to play a boxer in every movie. It's a law. It's a Hollywood law. It's a law. De Niro's yeah. 72 now, too, so I mean, he's past expectancy, according to Stu. No, life expectancy, I think for men in the United States, is 74 or 76? I think it's 76 for women, or 78 for women, 74 for men, and 76 overall. I could okay. be wrong on that. I'm just like, it sounds about right. You know, it's been a while since I've checked that stuff. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, of course, when you make it to 69, your life expectancy typically is going to be a little higher because you've cleared 69 of those possible years to die. Thank you. Um, but still, you know, you, you, you know, it's not exactly like a maddening surprise. If you would have gone back to like Zig, the Ziggy Stardust days and be like, hey, this guy's going to live to 69, you'd be like, holy crap, really? <laughs> it does seem. Oh little, my God, it's it amazing. Seem a little strange to be dying so young. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I, I heard a couple of interviews with him this morning, was, which was kind of, he seems like an interesting guy. I mean, oh like, my gosh. you know, obviously, like, he's, he's a legend and one of those guys that's inspired even more people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I have to assume because, um, you know, very much, David Bowie, very much part of my childhood because my, I grew up um, with uh, my aunt, who is like almost the exact same age as me. She's like a year or two older. Um, and because my grandmother remarried, so we grew up like the same age. And she was like mega David Bowie fan. Like, mm. The biggest David Bowie fan in the world had everything ever recorded. And, like, I, you know, listening to the reports of him dying, all they do is play Let's Dance over and over again, which is like the, the song that, like, every Everyone big hates. David Bowie fan is like, no, not Let's Dance again. <laughs> it was like <laughs> that era that they don't really like that yeah. much. Yeah, um, that's what he sold out just to make some cash. <laughs> but he was interesting because I heard an interview with him. And he was saying, they're asking him, like, how do you, you know, something about him being a musician. And he's just like, I don't really consider myself a musician. Um, you know, I'm not particularly a great musician. He's like, I just use music to help express myself in, in that. In, 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 it's like the thing I use. But I don't even, he didn't even consider himself a musician. I mean, you know, look, he's, uh, he's obviously one of those guys. I mean, you go back in, in history and, and that, he did break a lot of uh, barriers and took a lot of crazy chances and a lot of them seemed to work. Uh, not, I mean, the, mm-hmm. what was it, Dancing in the Streets? That video did not work. I think we can all come to No. <laughs> that one did not work. Uh, but other than that, had a pretty amazing career. Well, he inspired, you're right about inspiring a lot of people, which is probably a good reason why he didn't want to make it very public about how sick he was, because then everybody wants to get together with you and start doing, you know, remembering video. You're going to die soon. We've got to do a video together. No. Dave wanted to do his own thing, which he did, the Goodbye album. And then... See you later. That was pretty. I mean, and, and he didn't tell anybody he was yeah, going to go out on, you know, his own. on the verge. He, and he went out mm-hmm. and released an album last Friday, which I would assume is probably doing pretty well today. I would assume. <laughs> you know, like I'm interested yeah. to kind of hear I'm it. I'm interested in listening to it at least. Yeah. I don't know if I'll purchase it because I, yeah, I've never been a Bowie fan. But does anybody purchase music anymore? Has that occurred in the last, you know, say five, I ten years? It's against digitally. the law yeah. not to, Stu. What's that? It's against the law not to. Actually, not true. You, Spot, you pu- I mean, listen to Spotify <laughs> or any of those things. They're free services. You can't own it. What's that? You can't own them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, now it's like you would, you you can get the, of course, you can pay for the um, upped version of it. But, uh, you you know, it's like, you don't, yeah, like, I went through this trouble when, this is, I don't know how we're getting here, but this is what happens on the show. Um, I went through this, this, this process of when the world was converting from, hey, I've got a lot of CDs to, hey, we're going digital. I went through that process of, Putting each CD in my computer and ripping all the tracks off of the CD and putting it in the digital. Like, I Good went for through you. that, right? For what? 
nothing. For nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Now the only thing, the only tracks that won't work on my <laughs> iPod are those car <laughs> those tracks because <laughs> even though they told me they work fine, they of course don't. All I know is um, I've got boxes of albums and boxes yeah. of CDs that are never used. No, of course never. not. Well, what are you going to do now? I used to have the albums, and you know, you know hundreds and. I don't know. We had eight, yes. 800 to 1,000 albums, probably. Boxes and boxes of them, and we took them from place to place. Jackie, a couple of moves ago, just finally threw them all away. <laughs> oh, really? Just threw them all away. <laughs> I'd have. love to have those back I, now. Well, I'd love to have, have them back. Mine, but there's nothing to play them on anyway in my house. Actually, we just finally got my son one of those photographs because for some reason it's hip again with the kids yeah, yeah. the young folk today now want one of those record everything it is kind of weird they want that sound I they want the scratch yeah. that comes with it they want it's the, real i guess i went through a uh, barnes and noble the other day um here in texas walked through the main display in barnes and noble are is records really wow records. that's a huge vinyl display not books not, uh, you Jeez. know, movies or anything. It's records. Those that of you looking for weird. classic albums, you can contact me. It's jeffy at glenbeck.com. Tweet me, Jeffy MRA. Facebook me, <laughs> Jeff Fisher Radio. Be happy to work out a deal with you. This is, this is him really trying to sell them because he would not give away all the right. information. Yeah, he would not. He really wants to. He really wants to take your money. And by uh, the way, if you uh, want the uh, ex expanded deal, um, mm -hmm. there'll be, you'll get the albums plus some, there'll be some packets of white powder in, in, in the box. Uh, really? You'll pay a lot more for that, <laughs> by the way. More patents too coming up in a minute. Back. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, that's us. Welcome. Uh, great to have you here. Uh, wow. The uh, the media is getting more and more ridiculous, absurd, outrageous every day. This PBS panel, I, I don't understand the word they happen to be using here to describe Ted Cruz and his father. It's absolute madness. Um, and I'm jumping ahead an hour here, I think. Am I? No, no you're just. No, this is right. You're right. This is right. Um, so I let's go ahead and play this, and then we'll discuss it afterwards. This is uh, New York Times columnist David Brooks, who's one of the bigger douches. We should maybe even consider his uh, induction into the Hall of Fame, except he's so irrelevant. I hate to give him any kind of relevancy at all, but here it is. Cruz is somehow beginning to get some momentum in Iowa and elsewhere. Somehow. And so people are either mimicking him, which Rubio's doing a little, by adopting some of the dark and satanic tones that, uh, that Cruz has. Uh, and what? so... What did uh, you... Let me just add. <laughs> if, you go to a Cruz, if you watch a Cruz speech, it's like, we've got this enemy, we've got that enemy, we're going to stomp on this person, we're going to crush that person, we're going to destroy that person. Ooh. It is an what? ugly world in Ted Cruz's world. Uh, and it's combative and it's angry and it's... And it's 
Well, if actually, if you go to a speech from his dad, it, who's a pastor, evangelical, Raphael Cruz, it actually is satanic. He, I watched oh a speech gosh. in which he said Satan was behind the Supreme Court decision to legalize gay, gay marriage. So it's not okay. too... Okay, well, I withdraw I'm the satanic You're being met, metaphorical, but it, sometimes it, it, it's, it's literal. Mephistoclean, maybe. No. But, uh, but it, it's dark you know, and combative. And uh, frankly, harsh. It's a harsh. He, get, he gets some jokes in the beginning, but then it's just we have enemies. We're in an apocalyptic situation. We do have enemies, this, you, you dumbass. You need a tough guy to beat what? that back. Uh, what the hell is wrong with these people? We don't have enemies? We've got people out there who are saying they want to destroy us, that they are the army of Armageddon, that they're, they're cutting people's heads off. You know, there is some ugliness out there in the world. I don't know if you're. Yeah aware of that yeah when he's talking uh, about isis he does treat them as enemies yeah yeah but yeah. he hasn't i haven't heard him name a single person he plans to crush not one person no i'm not. gonna crush this person i'm gonna crush that person he's never said that that would be one individual. of the other candidates yeah i mean that person yeah trump has said it yeah yes. many times um uh, uh, does he not remember the axis of evil i mean this is something when you have an when you have an enemy who's who's like this that's the mm -hmm. way republicans have always talked uh, you know, uh, Reagan did it with with the Soviet Union the uh, and communism. Uh, you know, that's what we I thought we we wanted. And those are, I mean, George W. Bush isn't exactly the most conservative candidate of all time. Well, no, you know, I mean, it's he's more along the lines of a David Brooks. Yeah, look look at the way John McCain freaking talks about yeah. uh, about it, radical Islam. I mean, even John McCain will go down those roads. Man, I mean, yeah. it's, is it really a dark world? Like, I mean, you ever hear Weird. Cruz talk about the uh, the market, uh, about the innovations that are happening now, um, about, you know, like he's talking about how government uh, screwed us over the years with, you know, the Telecommunications Act and how, the, you know, that whole speech he did, we've played parts of it on the air before, where he talks about now how, you know, amazing the iPhone is and how fast innovation happens now. Mm -hmm. He's great when he talks about that sort of stuff, and he does do it he often. Is. How about, uh, is it a dark world when you say, I'm going to let Americans keep more of their money by doing a 14% flat tax across the board? I'm going to reinvigorate American businesses by offering them a 14% flat tax across the board? I, I, that doesn't seem dark at all. Who are you talking about? Cruz. Cruz is 10%, baby. Is it 10? Yeah. You're talking Rand Paul's 14 That's and a half. That's right. Hey, it's Carson. even better than that. <laughs> yeah, he's even better than you it's thought even he was. even better than that. 10% across the board. <laughs> Was it really? I was thinking because yeah. I don't know why I was thinking Rand's was. Rand's was 14.5. I think Carson is doing 14 a 14.9. Um, wow. Rubio's is, is higher. Mm. Um, uh, his tax plan, which was that one that he worked on with Mike Lee, right. um, which kind of right. surprises us because right. we didn't like it that much. Yeah. Um, and if Mike Lee's involved, you think we would. Uh, but he came on to defend it and, and, yes, and made his case. Um, uh, I didn't agree with his case, but he made no, it. He made it. Um, I mean, it's not, again, it's better than what we have. I will give him yeah. that. It's just yeah. not. It's not a ten percent well, tax. I guess. But the one I know, I don't have to guess at, is better. Is Ted Cruz's? At, thank you. Ten percent across the board, and that is not a dark world. That's a very light one. Uh, that makes a lot of people happy. And for all of these guys, all of these Republicans have introduced. Uh, uh, special tax privileges for those who are you, you would consider America's poor. The thirty thousand and under, don't, they, they don't pay any tax. We're not taking, you know. So it's it's hard to make the case that well, you're going to hurt the poor with that ten percent to everybody. No, there's no argument like that. The only argument you can make is that you have the same rate for the wealthy as as well as you do the middle class. Well, so what? The the wealthy are still paying more. 
10% of a million is 100,000. 10% of 50,000 is 5,000. They still pay more. So That's how percentages work. That's kind of how it Comfortably. works. Comfortably. It kind of solves that problem. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. So, you know, and then you've got Trump who wants a special tax for wealthy people. <laughs> you've got, uh, you know, he's not doing anything uh, fantastic for the American people uh, as far as taxes are concerned because the guy is basically, well, he's a progressive. And, and it shows when it comes time to talk about taxes. Listen to Donald Trump on taxation. I don't even know what his percentage is, but it's not. I think it's about the same as it is now, right? He wants to increase the uh, tax on the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not. Those are not conservative policies, right there. Hmm. So that's, a, that's an interesting perspective there, Pat. <laughs> Why don't you want America to be great again? Well, it's called management, Pat. Let me tell you. It's called, it's called we have a country. It's called we have a country. Did China country. built a wall. <laughs> How long? You know ago? who paid for that? Mexico. Really? Yeah, Mexico paid, <laughs> Mexico the, paid for, for the China's Great Wall of China. Yep. I didn't know People that. People don't know that. How'd they get them to do that? Management. And in, did they have a country? It's called having it. It's called do you they have, have a, borders. Look, I know, look, he knows all the best people, all the <laughs> smartest people, all, all the, all, all yeah. the smartest. Yeah. He's going to get it done. Okay. okay? That's why it's So called just knowing people management. helps you get things done? It's called management. I see. Stu's right. Stu, you're right. Yes. Got it from Jeff. I did it. Um, by the way, new poll. So, I'm seeing a new poll come out as we speak here uh, from uh, New Hampshire. You want to hear about it? Uh, if it's good, I do. If it's not good, I don't. <laughs> Ted Cruz, negative 500%. That's not good. Oh, I said I don't want to hear it. Hurts. it. No. I don't want to hear uh, it. it all right. Um, double digit. Ted Cruz is at 9% in this poll. That sucks. Chris Christie at 10%. That's not good. Uh, John Kasich at 14%. Oh, for the love of heaven. Come on, Shut up. John Kasich. Marco Rubio, 14%. Donald Trump, 25 That's not good. Jeb Bush at 8 That can't be right. I begged you not to tell that me. That can't be right. I begged you. I mean, that's, you know, 25 is really low. That we have not seen a lot. Uh, we have not seen a number as That's low as twenty-five from move. Trump. Yeah, Kasich up four. <laughs> I, mean, he was, I think he went ten from ten to fourteen. Uh, and then uh, in the Demo- on the Democratic side, <laughs> Hillary Clinton forty-four percent, Martin O'Malley three percent, Bernie Sanders forty-seven. Wow, wow this guy. No, okay, so it's guy Hillary wins. what? Hillary forty-four, Sanders forty-seven. I said it in a dramatic way to give you those big O'Malley numbers, but uh, point is, it's still amazing that she can't put this away. With now, every she gift. can't even catch up no, in New right. Hampshire, no. let alone put it away. She can't catch up. And the arguments, we were talking earlier today, I don't know that we made it uh, on the air with it, but we were talking earlier about how they're making the argument that New Hampshire, oh, that's Bernie Sanders, that's his, that's darn near his state, you know, it's right there, that's his country. Mm-hmm. Now, you can make the argument that Hillary was, uh, I don't know, United States senator from New York, that's the next state over. That's her country, too. Yeah, that's close. They're that's close a really good well. point. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's really true. Wow, Jeffy, although, that's a good point. Although Hillary's people, though. Jeffy it, it was. I know, we should, we should no, no, no. Well, savor that's, that's that for a minute. Let's just not brush by that. Jeffy yeah, made a good observation. Let it soak in. <laughs> wow. Except. Good good job. Thank you. <laughs> Except they will say she's not from New York. She's from Arkansas. Yeah, she was a car. And so. But still. But still, you're right. I mean, uh, let's savor it. We'll savor it for a minute, and we'll come back. Okay, and we're going to take a break. We're soaking (laughs) it right now. So rare. We're soaking in it. Match. It's okay. I'm all in. I want to soak it. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're not going to. So proud of you. So proud.
Lance Patton, Stu, Triple Eight, Seven Two Seven Beck. Uh, tomorrow night is the State of the Union address, and so where are you going to be, Pat? I'm going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the, we're gonna um, be doing the uh, mystery three thousand thing like we did last year. Political oh, science theater three thousand. Right. That's Jeffy's going to be there is. as well. He just won't be on screen. I'm going to thirteen hours. What? I'm going to go over to the. Are you really? Yeah. You should call in from there. Like you should stay there too. He's not really. And... He's he's just making a. No, I'm, I'm saying he should stay there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really bad area about like 10 miles mm -hmm. away from the stadium. You should go there. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of that. You should go right there. there. Yeah, right there. You want me to report from there? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I can see the film from there. <clears throat> oh, yeah, but you should go there and stay outside at night. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just make sure that the area is safe for others who are coming in. Should I stay there for any length long, of time? Yeah, as long as it takes. As long as it takes. Yeah, we want you to leave. It's kind of. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> in the meantime. State of the Union addresses tomorrow night. And Can't wait. Uh, what's her face? Michelle is going to leave. She, she, first of all, they invited uh, a, a Syrian refugee to sit with her. You know, because we've only arrested 113 Syrian refugees in this country on terror charges so far. Um, so it's important to have a Syrian refugee there. Right. Which is, again, a, another dumb thing. It's like, can you find an example of a Syrian refugee... Uh, that's a good person. Of course you of course can. You can. Um, we just rescued 140, and I say we, Glenn, and, and people he works with, uh, did 149, uh, rescued 149 people. Which he may featured on ABC. Night. Right. Oh, right. sure. Sure, he's going to accept Glenn. But, like, it's a dumb thing. It's like saying, like, hey, um, there's a drug dealer uh, who uh, has a severe mental illness uh, that is coming in to apply for a job. Will you hire him? No, I don't think I'm going to hire that guy. But look, over here, this other person who is, used to be a drug dealer and have problems with mental illness is now doing great. But the idea that you can prove that it is possible for a Syrian refugee to be a good mm -hmm. person does not mean that you let millions of them in. That's what these people do, though. You betcha. Yeah. And so they're leaving an empty chair also at the State of the Union address for all of the victims of gun violence, which is beautiful. Now, Ted Cruz said, uh, you know, first of all, here's the uh, announcement. POTUS just announced that one seat in the State of the Union guest box will be left empty to honor the victims of gun violence. And, and you know, Hashtag the media. stop gun violence. The media will take a long, slow oh my gosh, zoom yes. in as he's talking about that seat, and they'll show the empty mm -hmm. chair, and it will, it will be so powerful. And he'll talk about uh, the children in this country. Who've been yeah. killed uh, because of it, and maybe he'll even push a tear out of his eye. Um, but uh, but yeah. Cruz, Ted Cruz has responded to this, saying that if he's elected, he'll leave an empty seat at the State of the Union address to represent the quote over 50 million unborn children killed since Roe. Thank you, Ted, for you know putting this thing in, into perspective. 50 million, which of course. A number that means absolutely nothing to these progressive uh, boneheads. They couldn't care less. Well, they're they're couldn't care less. They're they're wishing it could be higher. Yeah, they uh, are. They're a little under. They're trying to make it higher. Yeah, and they, it is actually higher too. It's over fifty. Yeah, it? it's fifty-two million so far and counting. Imagine like you're you're saying a genocide happened. You just missed the number by two million, and no one even notices. Right. That's how big this that's number how, is. That's how big. That's a big number. That's a big number. Uh, meanwhile, Mexican drug lord El Chapo uh, was arrested, has been arrested now, six months after his escape. Um, uh, President Enrique Piña Nieto announced on Friday. We don't say his name as much as we used to say, uh, uh, what's his face? Calderon. 
Hmm. Right? Or even the one after him. Well, it's because we, we're just excited he's going to be sending us all those checks for the wall. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Very exciting. Um, but they finally got uh, Guzman, who was El Chapo, uh, recaptured six months after he escaped from the maximum security prison. An official who spoke on condition of anonymity because he wasn't authorized uh, to be quoted by name said Guzman was apprehended after a shootout with Mexican Marines in the city of Los Mochis in Guzman's home state of Sinaloa. Uh, he was taken alive, was not wounded, and now uh, he's being extradited to the United States. Apparently, we want to keep him here. Be a little tougher for the uh, for the cartel to tunnel into a, a U.S. prison than it was for them to to tunnel into the Mexican prison. Yeah, though I don't know that I would if if I had a criminal like that in, in one of our prisons. I don't think I'd want him extradited anywhere. You know, I can understand them. Yeah, why I don't hold on to them. Yeah, the, yeah, I can understand it. it's. I can understand why we want them out too. But man, I would not be. Uh, I mean, imagine if we had like a, some you know big terrorist. We're going to send them back to. Uh, we're going to send them back to Afghanistan to be held. Like, I, no. crazy. Like, we, we want like, that. The, like I mean, the people we have at Gitmo, like sending them right, back. Right, like, like letting them out. Stupid. Like like letting them out and closing the thing. You know, right? Like, I, 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 that's that's just stupid. <laughs> Thank you very much. So. Thank you. It's also stupid that the Rolling Stone. And uh, Sean Penn went and found the guy, didn't tell authorities where he was, uh, and interviewed him. Did this yeah, there was some Mexican actress interview. that uh, was uh, helping them with all that, too. There was a Mexican actress? Yeah, some big Mexican actress that was working with Sean Penn and Rolling Stone to help make it happen, yeah. Really? Yeah, and I guess that's one of the... Someone was correcting me later. It wasn't necessarily the contact with Penn that was the right. issue. It was the contact with the Mexican actors right. and, and people. They were working on a movie about his life. It was life. her. So can we get a shot of her? It was... This woman. <laughs> da, da, da. So she's the one. Is she from like a soap opera, Maria Telemundo, or one of those? Is that uh, telenovela? Is that how we know oh, her? The yes. telenovela. Telenovela. Maria Telemundo. Actually, isn't there? A, there's a. Uh, I see. I only know about this because I, when I'm watching football, I see the commercials, the promos. The Eva Longoria thing. Is yeah, that the Eva Longoria yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah that's looks a, kind of funny. Like they're making fun of the Mexican soaps. Doing. Yeah. Have you seen it? You've obviously seen it. You know why you've, uh, you know why you've seen it? Is he's because seen it's, everything. it's aired. Yes. So anytime something airs, Jeffy's seen it. And about half the things that haven't yet aired, he mm -hmm. has also seen uh, somehow. So, uh, Jeffy, how is that, how is that uh, Eva Longoria show? It's all right. <laughs> really? It's no, right. I'm, not big, I'm not big. Haven't you? The first episode. <laughs> it hasn't even aired yet, has it? The first episode, yeah. How many oh. episodes have there been? I don't know. Two? I just know that I've watched them. Um, by the way, we're talking about TV. I did uh, finish uh, Making of a Murderer, um, this uh, series everyone's kind of talking about on Netflix. It yeah. like, walks you through this actual murder case and trial. Um, I won't ruin anything for you on it, but um, in, uh, in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing story, so like, they have so much to, go w to work with. And they worked on this thing for 10 years, this documentary. Wow. So they have... Interviews with everybody and, and like, you know, recorded phone calls and courtroom video. And I mean, they really, it's very, it's a little slow and kind of walks you through it at a very slow, deliberate pace. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that you want, I, you want to finish before you tell anyone you're watching it because you, you don't want someone to ruin it for you. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, it could have been, it's 10 episodes on Netflix, um, probably could have been five, five or six. I would have liked um, that a lot better. Yeah. You saw it too? I'm like, Okay. Through the so let me tell you exactly what happens. More patents still is, you know, inevitable.
sitting back here. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, for those interested, Powerball. Uh, the whole Powerball fever sweeping America because it's at, uh, this got to be a record, right? I don't yep. follow this stuff because I, I don't do the lottery, but um, it's at $1.3 billion as of last night. It'll be, and the drawing is Wednesday. So. $1.3 billion. So could it be at $1.5 billion by, by Wednesday? I, yeah, usually that first thing they estimate is always low. Yeah. It always gets higher than that. Um, so I, uh, I don't normally buy tickets, but was in uh, the little uh, store getting soda. Uh-huh. Yeah, pulled the trigger on a few tickets. Did you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. what, won some money. I mean, $8, but I did Nice. I, I, and I also <laughs> spent... play your number? It's a quick picket. I spent 20 and won 8 So that's okay. my, my thing, but this new one, I'm just going to spend the 8 I can't lose more than 20 on this because it's so dumb, but I'm going to buy four more tickets. Because <laughs> I want to win the $1.3 billion. I, that would, be, that would solve to. a lot of problems in my life. Um, like, I mean, I could easily have Jeffy killed for that. There's got to be somebody who will do it, you know, for... You could at least have him maimed. I think so that he couldn't come in well, anymore. Well, I mean, I've already he's obviously already done that. Look at him, right? For if, if you win the mm-hmm. one point three billion mm-hmm. and take the cash payout, obviously, there is enough money in that pile that you could pay me to not ever see you again. Yeah, but why would he do that when he can just take you out? Yeah, and then I'll I won't, it's I won't not risky. Allow, you might come back. <laughs> I won't allow that to happen. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, you say the uh, the full payout thing. Um, <laughs> I was reading a story that for Powerball, only one person has ever taken the annuity. Yeah. I believe that. Everybody wants that cash Everyone wants the cash. Now. You want and, it now, yeah. And it's I like, because you feel like you're going to be able to put it in the bank. You get to make money off of it. Although the idea of having, uh, you know, what, $70 million check every year is kind of nice. Because at least you know you wouldn't. You know you got that what it is? You got the, I don't know. This? Whatever this, it works it's something. out to it's a be, lot, yeah. yeah. It's we, over 29 years. The, the other side of that, though, is the Glenn Beck feeling. And you're like, right. what if these governments just, like, collapse? And, and that's exactly you, why you don't people want the cash payout. Because they think that even if they're going to, you know, if they're going to, live as long as the 30 years or however long the, the payouts are the, at any time because we've seen it happen with retirement funds from big corporations yeah that eh, you know what we're out of money yeah i mean 15 years from now when the state can't that's why you take bills, the money you take yeah. the money yeah and you put it and you, you know you do what you can but you they pay you way less i mean it's considerably well, less like, it's like 800 million is the payout cash, right cash payout right now is 800, 800 million. million and 1.3 billion yeah. so let's that's a lot. let's consider you get the cash payout of 800 million then taxes is going to take half of that no uh, take you're half, down to right? 400 yeah depends yeah. where you live easily and... half between state and, lo- and and federal? Depends where you win it, right? I mean, if you win it in Texas, it's not going to be half. But if you win it in New York, <clears> it will be. It's probably going to be more than half if you win it in New York. But, yeah, so depending. Let's okay, just so say let's average say is 400, 400 million. 400 million Gone. after tax. Right then. But, the, but you take home $400 million. Right. It's not even worth playing at that point. I mean, that's just Forget bumping it. you up into a different tax bracket. Yeah, you're just in a different tax bracket, not no, even worth playing. You already paid all the taxes. Not even worth money. playing. Yeah. I'm not even, no. But you already paid, what do you mean it will put not you in another interested. tax bracket? You already paid the tax money. <laughs> um, Wouldn't yeah. that be something? $400 yes. million. Dollars. Yeah, one of the best polls I can ever wow. remember on, on, on people, on tax rates, what came from the lottery <laughs> question, which was, like, when people <laughs> were asked if uh, a CEO of a company, what should they be taxed? Right. And they, of course, answer really high numbers. Yet when you ask them, what is it fair to tax 50% of um, a lottery winner, mm-hmm. they're like, no, no, way. no. of course not. 
Uh, that's that's totally wrong. Because that and could evil. be me. Right. And it's, it's, I don't mind if Bill Gates is taxed right. like yeah. that, but and not that is me. How people think. And again, yep. like who should pay more taxes? A person who just randomly puts a dollar down who and wins, wins it? Or a person who's worked their ass off their entire life and got, even if you believe an unfair reward for that work, at least has done something for it. Right, right. You right. know, I mean, uh, that is, it's an amazing way people think. It is. It is. I, I will say this. You win the $400 million lottery, or it's actually $1.3 billion right now, so it, it might even be more than that. Um, you will have enough money to pay a dollar a gallon gasoline, uh, yes, which is coming soon. Holy crap. You might have to pay a dollar yeah, I saw per gallon. In the 150s this, uh, yeah. this weekend. Yeah, the lowest I've paid so far is like 156. Holy uh, crap. A yeah. uh, $1.56 in Texas. I, w- I mean, you wish you could go back in I, time and just place a bet uh, on it, you'll, will you ever see $2 gas that starts with a one ever again in your never life? Thought. I right. ne- I would, never thought. No, I, I wouldn't have taken it. No. I would not have either. I mean, it would, it would, I figured no way it ever goes below two fifty again. But ever. let's say it goes below a dollar a gallon, like you're at ninety nine cents a gallon again. Did you ever? Uh, there's no. I would have bet everything I yes. ever had that that would never happen again. Yeah. Yes, and it still might not. I guess it's still. A- it may not, but that's what they're predicting. Mm-hmm. It's at a dollar. Let's see. Uh, the price of a gallon regular dropped below a dollar forty two. At uh, AAA and Gas Buddy, two organizations that follow gas prices. Uh, they say the gas prices below $2 will not be unusual in most of the U.S. As oil prices fall and refinery capacity stays strong, the price of gas could reach a dollar a gallon in some areas. Wow. A level last reached. Do you know this? When was it last? Well, I know we Under had a dollar a gallon. 1998? Very close. 1999 hmm. was really? the last time this happened. Yeah, yeah. It got down to, oil was at like eight dollars a barrel for a while. Right, I remember. I remember doing a deal on, on the. I remember doing a deal on the morning show, uh, where it was when I was working for uh, WFLA in Tampa, where we made it ninety-seven cents a gallon yeah. for a morning. Yeah. You know, How long lined up for years? But yeah, that, I mean, that was had to have been two thousand four or five. Yeah, six maybe something like in that. In there, yeah. And, and it wasn't. Couldn't have been that much over. But maybe it was just getting close to two dollars a gallon then, because we were. Saying that it, you know we're going to knock it back under a dollar. Yeah, and that's a long time ago. Feels like. Yeah, it does. I mean, uh, how long's it been? Maybe a year and a half that we were paying almost four dollars a gallon. Even in Texas, uh, we were paying three to four dollars a gallon. Yeah, we were. I mean, may, may, may make the big deal over three eighty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and now all of a sudden. I mean, it's a, like a dollar fifty something here, and it amazing. could go below a dollar. That's amazing. I mean, I'm looking at the ch- uh, the chart here of the oil prices. You're right; it was right at the beginning of 1999 where it really bottomed, mm-hmm. um, and it bottomed at eighteen dollars a barrel. Maybe wow. I mean, it's hard. I can't you know tell. It's a big chart, but it's like, I mean, with inflate, if you just took that eighteen dollar price and put inflation on it, what would that price be today? I mean, we could look that up in one of those inflation calculators, but I mean, even mm-hmm. that's got to be mid twenties. We're almost at be. like all time lows. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's that's incredible. It's, and has anybody mentioned this to the president of the United States, who said that gas prices are this low because the economy sucks? Uh, mm. Mr. President, um, how come nobody? Why does no one ever bring this kind of stuff up? He yeah. said that during the 2012 campaign. Oh, uh, Mitt Romney's making a big deal out of gas prices being a dollar eighty nine a gallon when I took office. The reason that wasn't because the economy was so bad. Yep. Really? 
uh, well, what's your excuse now? Sadly, these kinds of comments never come back to haunt him. No. And Nobody I, cares. The other thing I would like to do is blame the media a little bit. Where were you? Because I remember when oil prices were high, and you blame those speculators. Yeah. Were you all over those speculators? Now, the fundamentals of the oil uh, situation right now, um, uh, there is definitely a glut. But everyone seems to be in agreement that, generally speaking, the, if the prices stay at these levels, a lot of these fracking companies that have made the glut happen are going to go out of business. They already are darn Many of them are already happening. Now. Like yeah, Many of them are already filing. They're already stopped. None of them are. Yep. None of them laying are. Laying off um, hundreds of yeah. people. Right. They're yeah. laying off employees. They're not mm -hmm. uh, drilling any, any new wells. They're all just sitting back and saying, okay, well, we'll try to keep what we have going, but nothing new. Um, and production's already started to decline. The, it seems like that speculators are still riding this wave downwards. And at some point, that's going to reverse itself. The fundamentals seem to point mm -hmm. to that. Um, but speculators are still betting on the downside. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, in fact, it's something that's great and is really helping Americans uh, every day pay their bills. But I see no praise for speculators now. They got all the blame when the prices were high and none of the praise when the prices are low. Yeah, you know who else uh, gets completely ignored are the oil companies. When, when you've got the politicians all screaming when it's $4 a gallon, windfall profits taxes! Yeah. Windfall profits! Windfall profits tax! They shouldn't be making this kind of money. It's too much. It's a windfall profit tax! <laughs> what are they saying now when, now that they're laying off that sounds thousands just like that? Thousands of employees are they saying, "Hey, let's give them subsidies because now they're really struggling." No, but the converse never happens. Nope, never ever happens. By the way, it's down again with thirty-one dollars a barrel today. Wow, thirty-one twenty-six, <laughs> down another five percent today. It's unbelievable. And really, that's—I mean, I know we've talked about it um, a little bit before. At least you and I have, Stu. But really, that's what they—we were saying that Saudi Arabia. You wondered how you know they're doing bad in their country because of this. But that kind of was—I don't know that they had planned on it going on this long. But that was kind of their plan: is that they would just keep go dropping the price so that yeah, they're the, trying so to drive American crackers out of business. Over. Yeah, yeah. And to a certain extent, that's it's probably working. worked in, yeah, some, in some cases, but it's also hurt them a lot. Yeah, a lot more than they anticipated, for sure. A lot. Yeah, I think they, they've been more resilient than uh, expected. Um, you know, they, they... Have they, though? I mean, they're having to make some serious changes. They are. They're just, in their own I country. Think peop, I think initially when this started happening, a lot of the, the oil... Because they were talking about... I was reading a story about this recently where they, they said these fracking companies made tons of money, and they were very profitable. And when they were very profitable and prices were at $110 a barrel, they all tried to expand as fast as possible. So they were borrowing money on the promise of $110 oil, uh, all sorts of new wells, et cetera. Well, that, that debt is coming back now. They have to start paying it. And what they're able to do is just pay it. Like they can just pay their debt. So they can't drill any new wells. They can't keep their production going in the future. They're just sitting here hoping prices turn around before they run out of money. Mm -hmm. And that is not, you know, that you're just pacing. At this point, they can't do anything else but hope because they've, they've, you know, done everything they can with refinancing the debt and reworking these things. So at some point, these things go offline. At that point, production drops. There's still a huge glut of oil, so it won't happen immediately when the production starts dropping, which, well, it's actually already started dropping. But um, when it starts getting to that point where it's below supply, um, you know, the question, I guess, is 
um, you know, when it comes to hopefully keeping uh, gas prices low for everybody, is if it goes down low enough, it actually might hurt the economy enough that demand drops as well. Um, but that's not a positive overall thing. And you might keep your gas prices low, but it's obviously really bad for the country and the world. Um, you know, there's only there's only so much of this uh, that these companies can take. And fracking really has saved this country. I mean, it really has. Um, the only, the only mm -hmm. you know, the one of the only reasons why uh, the uh, economic crisis was only known as the Great Recession is because of fracking. It really did power the country through a, mm -hmm. an impossibly negative. It was the only thing that was positive about the economy for about two years. Kept our heads above water. Yeah. No question. But that and, of course, Barack Obama's, Obama's stimulus plan. Which was huge. I mean, oh, it really, it really helped. You know, it saved us. I should say, the turtle I say, tunnel from oh, yeah. specifically the turtle tunnel from that, that part of it. A package because the turtles aren't getting so, run over. Right. It saves gas because you don't have to accelerate over them. Yeah, and how about um, the signs? The signage uh, mm -hmm. industry went through the roof by printing all those signs that said, uh, "Your tax dollars at work." This project cost three million seventy-nine thousand dollars. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, awesome, and you had those up all over the place. And it seems like to me. Every single one of those projects cost three million seventy nine thousand dollars. Go ahead and check it out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, it's kind of weird. That's very strange. We have a project in my neighborhood, three million seventy nine thousand dollars is what it cost. Hmm. <laughs> so, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I I just dreamed that I've seen that all over the country. Uh, but prove me wrong. That yeah. If you see a, uh, a, t a price tag on one of those signs that's different, let me know, because every one I've seen is $3,079,000. I think we can all agree that the stimulus plan was a bad idea and did not work, right? No, I mean, no we cannot agree. We can't? No. Hmm. Well, I think it didn't work, and, <laughs> and I will say this. If you also think it didn't work, you should go back and look at the candidate you're supporting for president and see if he supported that plan. That's an interesting exercise that people should do. Yes. They should go back and look and see if, if the candidate they like and are supporting right now supported TARP and supported the stimulus and supported the auto, the auto bailout. I they see what you're see doing. Uh, you're going what? back to ancient freaking history, right. Stu Bergier. I know what you're doing here. Ancient, it's Barack ancient Obama's presidency. The, the current president was still the president. Yeah. How old were you back in 2008? Oh, I think George eight. W. Bush responsible he was Thank for some you, of it mr Bagheer. yeah absolutely yeah. and he was and so was barack obama both of them um supported those plans and it was interesting to see some others that supported it there's some other big names out there that supported it everyone like such as who uh i mean i guess you have to go look it up it's important maybe go back and look at see if your candidate supported it that's okay. a good good exercise for people to try today uh -huh. did your candidate support <laughs> all three of those that's an interesting thing to go back and check it is, it is fascinating we'll have to do that all right. In the meantime, we've got to tell you about a great company called Go. Uh, solar energy that is now affordable, thanks to Go. So, well, the big problem, though, is the big upfront cost. And what's going to happen is they're going to charge you twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 up front. And then and the, wrong I'm sure as the usual. energy might be cheaper after. Wrong as usual. You know, because it's uh, zero upfront cost. Costs you nothing up front. Nothing out of pocket. And then, here's the thing, before you go on this rampage. Because what's going to happen is then they're going to charge you tons for the electricity. It's going to be three, no, four, five no. times Actually, as you're much. You're going to pay for the 20 to 30% less than what you currently pay your power company to power your home right now. Well, the problem is no, it's never been tried. There's nobody Well, who... other than the 70,000 homes that are now powered by Go, you're exactly mm. right. Mm. 
you can find out if Go is available in your area at GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com and power your home affordably with GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, apparently, Germany's development minister, Gerd Müller, anybody named Gerd, you don't want to listen to. Seriously. If, if the guy's name is Gerd, discount everything he says. Do you agree with that or not? Yes. Is that too, yeah. That's not a statement. Unless your, your last name is Your Loins. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. Then you get, who, if I your mean, last name is your loins, so like gird your loins <laughs> yes. is okay. That's okay. You listen to that person yeah. who says gird. He does, he's not saying gird your loins. That's just oh, his name. That's his name. My last name was your loins. What are they going to name me? Are you going to name your kid you something to. other than gird? Right. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can be Bob your loins. <laughs> but that's weird. But Bob that your loins. Weird. That's weird. Uh, who it knows doesn't about make any me. sense. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. How's the show in here? Oh, man. Okay. How about a woman named Cher? Cher Share your loins. loins. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, GERD says that uh, only about 10% of the Syrian and Iraqi refugees uh, have come to the European continent that are going to come. He claims that the biggest movement is still ahead. Uh, and that 10 million more are on the way. Think of that. I mean, I... Jeffy, I think you put it this well this morning off the air, which was if 10 million people are coming, what, what's the war being fought of? Is there anyone yeah. left? Right. right. Who's there? I don't get it. Syria's I mean, a population of 20 million, and is Iraq it? is another 24 or something. So are you telling me that a quarter of the population, or half the population of Syria maybe? Or if you put the two countries together... About a fourth of the population is leaving. I, uh, coming here. They're talking about coming here. Well, then you've got the one Europe, sitting Europe, at yeah. Jordan's border. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wh who, who's left? I I, I, apparently nobody. <laughs> and, and these able-bodied men who are leaving, you know, something's definitely wrong with that. And if you're not willing to stand up and fight for your own country, why should we? I, I mean, as Jeffy put it quite clearly, where are the men? Where are the men? <laughs> Thank you. Was Whenever that you we, that was weeping about that? that we one all time? asked that question. <laughs> well, some of us lives. have. Some of us have said, where so, are the men? Some of us haven't. That's some another of us have option. Yeah. Mean, right. We used to sing, it's raining men, and now, where did they go? Where'd they go? Where are the men? They dried up. I think a lot of them were killed right. by, uh, frankly, a lot of them were killed by fluoride and toothpaste. <laughs> A lot of them. And the water. And the water. And the pedophile government. And the GMOs. Yeah, and the, yes. <laughs> the GMOs and the pedophile government where they're kidnapping our children. That's, that's a lot of people. Uh, you can't import 10 million people and not have that really affect your culture. No kidding. And, and, and look, and not... Affect or destroy. I mean, seriously, that is going to decimate Germany. Is. It's going to decimate. They've already got a million refugees there. Let's say, you know, 10% of them wind up. In, in Germany, you're going to get a million more. Let's say it's two million more. I mean, three million people from the Middle East who are devoutly Muslim. It just it changes everything, doesn't it? I, I don't know how you survive it. I seriously don't. I don't know if we could assimilate that kind of influx. Uh, people with completely different cultures like that. 
it's tough enough with the Mexican, Central, and South American people who come here and have, you know, they try to hang on to their own culture. How much harder would it be if it's Sharia law advocates? I, I don't know. That'd yeah, they're not coming to uh, really uh, assimilate here in the U.S. No. That's for sure. No, they're not. They're coming to change right. the U.S. So uh, it's a concern, and, and I, I don't frankly know how to deal with it. I, I mean, I guess you there's going to be a lot of people that demand that Germany close their borders, that all these European nations uh, close their borders. Now, Gerd is, uh, I don't know that he's suggesting that, is he? He said, in the digital age in which we live, more people than ever know about the prosperity of Western nations. When asked about calls from the Bavarian regional president to put a cap on the number of migrants, uh, he responded, we need a reduction. If we have a million again like last year, we can't successfully integrate them at the same time. It's just a fact of life. I mean, this is not racist. It's not xenophobic. It's just a fact, isn't it? And I guess we're to the point, though, in our society, in Western civilization, where you can't state facts anymore. If it goes against the prevailing liberal theory, uh, you're a hater, you're a racist, and you're a xenophobe. Yeah, at some point, does that stop working? Yes. I mean, you know, it's like it's they, it's not a surprise that they're going to the same playbook every single time. Um, you know, you think at some point the American people are here, you know, globally. You, you get at some point they start figuring it out. I mean, mm-hmm. if you try the same boring tactic over and over again, but it's calling someone a hate monger whenever you disagree with them, at some point do people say, you know what, this is ridiculous. I I get this. I used to think so. Just starting to happen, and I think that's I what Trump has tapped into. Is yes. It? I mean, He's, it's happening in Europe as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, uh, the Glenn Beck-Bubba effect is happening. I mean, they're already, they've talked about this weekend where they were out there, you know, the police had to disperse the crowds. They were so upset. And they're all <laughs> holding banners. My favorite, refugees not welcome. Oh, boy. Yeah, refugees <laughs> was the... Oh, my. Well, and that stems from the incidents on, uh, on New Year's Eve all over Germany. Cologne was among the worst of them, but it happened in Munich and elsewhere, too. Um, the German pe- police have identified 18 asylum seekers among 31 suspects in connection with the robberies and assaults committed uh, on New Year's. They were detained by federal police on suspicion of committing crimes ranging from theft to assault and, in one case, verbal abuse of, of a sexual nature. Uh, they were believed to be among a group of up to 1,000 people in front of Cologne's main railway. None of the 31 is currently suspected of committing sexual assaults of the kind that prompted uh, outrage in Germany. So they haven't caught anybody who's responsible for the worst of these crimes yet. Um, Apparently nine were Algerians, eight Moroccans, five Iranians, four Syrians, two Germans, one person each from Iraq, Serbia, and the United States. Cologne police said Friday they've received a total of 170 criminal complaints, including 120 of a sexual nature, 31 suspects detained by federal uh, officers. Uh, city police re- arrested two more from North Africa. Uh, they were 16 and 23. Uh, I mean, what do you do about all this? What are you, you're just supposed to... I guess the politically correct thing is to look the other way and not pay any attention to, the, to where they came from? Yeah, and this is kind of like... I, we talk about culture a lot when it comes to these, uh, you know, um, immigration situations and some of it is in my opinion gets overblown 
Like, you know, the culture is something that changes over time, sometimes in really positive ways. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, adopting the great parts of another culture, I think, benefits your society. It's, you know, uh, that's kind of what we did here. The melting pot has that sort of thing um, where we, you know, the culture of America was built based on other cultures and the best parts of other cultures. Um, and so when, you know, other cultures come and they come up with some great idea that, you know, we haven't tried, uh, you know, certainly salsa is a good example. Uh, hummus, great example. Uh, um, I have to take exception with hummus. I, I find that to be... Even the roasted red pepper hummus? Yeah. Oh, it's all roasted. objectionable. I love it. I love the roasted Do red pepper. Do not like the hummus. But, I mean, you know, you accept... That came from where, though? Scotland? A whitey culture? I thought Stop it was... It. A, I thought it was the Middle East, no? Is it? It's is hummus yeah. Middle Eastern? Yeah. That's, uh, Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I mean, a lot of the big companies are Israeli uh, to produce uh, hummus. Are they? Okay, Bottom line here. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, hummus is better than salsa. No. I like the salsa. I mean, queso no. is the best example of this. You get okay, a, you get I'm cheese, with you on queso. Sauce. It's, yes. It's damn cheese sauce. Okay? Yes, it's and delicious. And it's delicious on everything, and I love it more than anything in the world. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, as I've said many times, that if it meant uh, having no more queso, I would say open up the borders completely <laughs> and just let whoever wants to come across, come across. Okay. Even if they're carrying uh, weapons of mass destruction openly on a tray, if they the might, other hand has a tray have of queso. bomb Yeah, whatever. In their hand. Get the queso. Import. Okay. okay? <laughs> um, right. So, I mean, there are positives to that. But this is the type of thing that you have to think about. When you're talking about culture, and this, is ha this happens around the world, there are areas in which this is, while frowned upon, not that big a deal. You know, yeah, dude, a couple of women get groped while they're walking on the subway. Yeah, okay, we're sorry about that. India is a good example of this. They're having a huge problem because essentially up until pretty recently, you could basically rape a woman legally. Mm. And, you know, that's not to say that everybody in India is evil. But what they've done over a long period of time with their culture is treated situations like this incorrectly. You certainly see it occasionally with uh, things like women in the workplace. Yeah. You, you see it uh, certainly with um, uh, warring factions that come into contact here uh, in the United States. Um, and those things wind up it's not that your laws don't apply to them of course they do but they they have a different understanding of what they can get away with or what they can do in the culture and that that's not a legal issue that's a cultural issue that winds up being significant and incidents like this stem from that um that doesn't mean that everybody from syria is constantly groping women by any means but what it does mean is that you have to watch these things really carefully and manage the flow of these situations you can't let's say put, bring in 10 million people that have a completely different understanding on just, for example, how women should be treated uh, than you do. It's going to be slightly mm -hmm. problematic over time. And it's not, you know, it's a little bit more significant than salsa. Uh, yes, considerably. And I, I don't want to, you know, and I guess queso too. I mean, I don't, it sounds crazy to say, but I guess queso too. It does sound crazy yeah. to say. And uh, I hope where, it never comes to that. Where's the queso? It's uh, a really good question. Tasha? Uh, meanwhile, we've got a shooter in Philadelphia who, uh, maybe you've seen this video by now, mm. he, walking straight at a police car. It looks like the patrol car stopped at a light or whatever. And he's just repeatedly firing into the door for, for no reason. Uh, the cop wasn't even interacting with the guy. The guy just saw him and just started shooting. And from what I understand, shot 13 times into the car. The cop somehow miraculously... I mean, it gets to the point where the guy is right in the window shooting at the cop, and he survived this and started, he returned fire, and so that chased the guy off. Uh, and then afterwards, he was caught, and he said, yeah, I did it in the name of Allah. Well, okay, that seems like a, 
little bit of a problem there. Um, but we're told by the uh, mayor of Philadelphia it's got nothing to do with Islam. As absolutely nothing to do with Islam or anything Islam teaches or anybody is in Islam. It's not what the guy himself said. So who do I believe here? You or this guy? I, I, it's craziness. I mean, again, I think like they act as if what they're saying is not all Muslims commit police murders. We all understand that, but that's not what they're saying. No, it's what, not what, what they're saying. What they're saying is this didn't this happen ha yeah. the way he said it did. Right. Well, wait. He said he's the guy who did it. Yeah. He knows. You don't. You're guessing. <laughs> right. And just because you think, and like you know, and, wow. and the mayor of Philadelphia, my understanding, I don't know anything. I don't know that much about him, but he, I don't even think he's Muslim. So you know, again, like what he's saying is, what I believe Islam is is not consistent with what this man did. That's a different statement. Than, you're not yeah. saying it right, if that's what you mean. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you need to kind of, like, this guy is doing it based on Islam. It is important. And uh, that's why there's uh, that uh, best-selling book came out. It is about Islam. Who, do you know who wrote that? Uh, Carl Frantenberg. Uh, Glean Burke? Glean Burke, yes. Glean Burke, I so think. So Glean Burke, uh, and co-authored by Gerger Loins. He's a good co-author. Yeah. He's really good. <laughs> he is. He's, he's, not really a good. he's not really a main author to me. No. He's more of a co-author. Or a ghostwriter. Ghostwriter, yeah. You know? Uh, but I'm, I'm tired of it. I, I, I guarantee no mayor is doing that. Uh, certainly not the mayor of Philadelphia. No. If somebody walks into an abortion clinic s saying that they're doing this in the name of Jesus, shooting up people, they're not saying, well, that has nothing to do. There's, that's not a Christian, and this isn't Christianity. They're not making those same no. excuses. No. They're just not. And, 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 and of course, this, uh, we did have an attack recently where a guy went into Planned Parenthood, supposedly, reportedly. We don't have this confirmed yet, mm -hmm. um, at least that I've heard. But still, still, after all this time. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Maybe it is confirmed. I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen a story about it in a while. But where he said it was this is for the babies or something like that. Um, you know, when we talked about that, we talked about, well, there's been, what, nine, what was it? How many Eight, atta eight since attacks 1978. since 1978. We yeah. talked about that. Did we say, uh, well, there's been seven since 1978, and this had nothing to do with the movement? No. no. We said there's been eight since 1978. No. It's a very small amount of people. It's yeah. very infrequent. And we reject and we them. We reject them completely. They need to stop that. It, it, not only is it completely wrong, but completely ineffective. It's a terrible, horrible, horrible, horrible thing to do. You don't match mm -hmm. death with death um, in, in a situation like this. But, uh, you know, it's, no one was saying, well, what he meant was that he loves babies. <laughs> what he really is is pro-choice. I mean, this is essentially the equivalent of saying, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, what he said, babies, what he really means is he wants more abortions. No. No. no what he, he, uh -uh. Look, he's just a horrible, horrible person that did something completely wrong with a motivation that some of us agree with, um, you know, uh, as far as. You know, just the pro-life movement in general. I mean, it's the actual outcome. But it's the same thing that you're saying about Islam. We generally believe in Islamic principles. Uh, however, what he's doing with those principles is completely wrong. Right. That doesn't mean that right. the two aren't related. That's not, that, those aren't the equivalent statements. They're different. By the way, a new study from Israeli's uh, Institute for National Security Studies. They found uh, 452 suicide attacks uh, last year. 452 worldwide. How many of those were not committed by Muslims? 447. Half not committed by Muslims? Right. So, so you're five, saying all but five. Five were, and those five had nothing to do with Islam. You're pretty close. You're pretty close.
The five, out the of five the partnered up with Christians? Out, no. Out of the 452, 450 were committed by Muslims. Just the 450, Just four, So uh, two, a full two, were not. We're not. Yeah. And, so uh, don't tell me that. But you see. <laughs> you know, it's not a problem with these wacky, wacky Christians. Notice what Pat did there, by the uh, way. I just know. brushed over the fact that this study was done mm-hmm. by Jews. <laughs> dun dun That's right. And Freemasons. Free <laughs> More Pat and Stu coming up in a second. <laughs> Jews. And Jews and Freemasons. Bastard. <laughs> and the Bricklayers Union. Local number 57. Okay? It is uh, Pat and Stu. Oh, welcome to it. Um, anybody see uh, the Golden Globes Awards last night? Uh, I did not. Okay. I think, I, as I mentioned earlier, I saw about five minutes of it. But what I did see is, is sad, kind of disturbing, because I really like, I think Jennifer Lawrence seems like a, you know, she seemed like a fun girl, and she's obviously, you know, got some assets, and, and uh, she's good in movies. Uh, she's yeah. ruining herself. Yeah, I mean, her financial portfolio, yes, she owns individual mm-hmm. investments and she maybe d- some real does. estate. Is that what you're... That's exactly to what I'm referring, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, uh, she's got uh, quite a portfolio, apparently. Her per- portfolio is, is handsome. And, uh... Handsome. And... <laughs> weird. It's a weird term. And I, you must be watching CNBC more than me, because you're, you're using terms I'm not, I'm not comfortable with. Uh, so... She's, but she's she's becoming this political activist or something yes, now. It's so, so agonizing. It's so frustrating. Knock it off. I mean, look, she gets it. to do whatever she wants. You know, I mean, I, you know, she, she, she wants, can. But it just it just ruins it ruins you. And she made that point while she was doing it last week and saying, "But nobody wants to hear from us because we're you know just." And she's right. We don't because I mean, if you want to limit your audience to fifty percent of what it is, go ahead. I mean, you, you certainly have the right to do it. It's just not, it's not a smart business move for a uh, Hollywood actress. Oh, to do that. I don't know. I think the Dixie Chicks would would uh, would disagree with you on that one. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, look at them today. Would. Look at them today. Yeah, they're bad. They're gone. They're, they're doing really well in Botswana. Maybe? In Botswana, yes, in Botswana, okay. they're doing very well. In Botswana. So more albums in Southern Botswana than even Elvis and the and Slim Whitman. <laughs> Again, the, the, and that was the thing oh. with, with, with oh, the Dixie. No, not, not, not that. Not that they're not no. doing that well. With the Dixie Chicks thing, it was never like should they be allowed to say it or whatever. It was just no. like, look, I, you know, I just it's annoying. It's annoying. Mm. It's like I believe in something strongly. You are trying to ruin the thing I like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. I don't really want to give you my money. Especially when it's the life of a baby and you're talking uh, Planned Parenthood, as she yeah. was doing last week, which mm-hmm. she knows, knows absolutely nothing about because she was talking about cancer screenings, which Planned Parenthood doesn't even do. So it, it's just agonizing. And then last night, I don't know, she, what, she, she, what was she doing with the cell phone thing? She was telling people not to. I guess someone was on the phone, apparently, and she was like calling them out. I think just phone? trying to be funny. 
And I, I at least heard on a report this morning that the person who was doing it didn't speak the language and was like using one of those translator programs. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I, I heard that on the no. news. I got to tell you, that's a good excuse to use when you have I your phone I would think about out. that, like when I have my phone out, I mean, you're in a place you're not supposed to be like texting while driving, which, come on. And, and uh, so, and no, I'm like kidding. But like when you have it, like if you ever got pulled over for that, they also have GPSs on phones. Right. Like yeah. what, you're allowed to use your GPS on your phone, right? Ah. Uh, how else? I don't know. I mean, a lot of people, if I you don't, don't have know. them in your car. How else, you know, I mean... Yeah, but yeah. once you set the GPS for your trip or whatever, you should be able to set it down or put it in some sort of holder where they get you is looking down at it and using it in your hand. And they might do something to you then. I don't know. Give you a ticket know. of I, some kind. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they just... I don't know. My navigation oh, got, system will not work when I'm in They've motion. got a bus now here driving up and down 35 in Dallas and pulling people over, looking down in cars, seeing if you're using your phone. <laughs> really? Yes! <laughs> Hey, tell the story. I don't know the story. Yeah, they, they have a bus now that goes up and down the interstate over here in, in Dallas on 35 that police are on both sides inside the bus looking down. No, they're not. What a colossal waste of time. Are you and kidding And they're busting me? people hey. using their phones. Also, texting while driving isn't even illegal in this state. It's um, in, maybe it's in Dallas it is. Though. A safety issue, I think. It's some kind of... I don't think, it, I don't, I don't think it's illegal in, in Texas. I, just, I just saw a big news story on the stupid thing a few couple months ago. Wow. Mm. Bad. Well, on I-35, if they're doing this on I-35 West, I-35W in the Fort Worth area, it's you're not ever moving on. Well, the, on that's the true. That's why so, they do it on I-35. So you go south, ahead and text northeast. all you want because you're you're dead stopped. It's like a it's a freaking parking lot. And you're not moving, so it's not really a safety hazard. <laughs> they had that thing down to one <laughs> lane. For about 10 miles over the weekend. Spy bus to peer into your vehicle, October of this year. Yeah, that's what I thought I remember seeing a couple years, a couple months ago. There is no text ban uh, in Texas. Really? Um, if you're a bus driver and, uh, and uh, you have passengers under the age of 17, mm -hmm. you can't do it. That's it? And if you are under 18 and are a novice driver, you can't do it. So I can't be, I can't have a telephone call, but I can text? You, well, who says you can't have a telephone call? Can I have a Because I, yeah. I get pulled over for that no. in Texas. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. There's no handheld Is that ban. true? There's no handheld yeah. ban I, 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 I talk on my phone all the time. I have not are been you pulled sure over about that? for it. Are you sure? I'm, I would say I'm... 99% positive on the phone up. and 95% on the text. Because I remember being amazed that Texas is one of the only states that doesn't have it on the text. Um, most states do. Now, of course, those laws... I'm pretty sure you cannot use your cell phone while you drive. I'm pretty sure. In a school zone. In any zone. They, did ju they just passed it in a school zone. A ban in a school zone. <clears throat> that is hard to believe. There's signs right by the school zone that yeah. say exactly that. But you know what? The, the situation is, and they've shown, and this has happened multiple times when they've studied it, is the situation where you're, you're texting in your, your phone. I'm trying to get mm -hmm. my phone out here. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, you're uh, on your phone, and if, you were, if there wasn't a text ban, what would you do? You get your hand on your wheel, you're going like this, right? You're going boop, 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 boop. You're texting, <coughs> you're texting, you're texting, right? Mm -hmm. You're driving, you're texting, you're texting, you're texting. But now with the laws, what they do is people, instead of having it up here like this, they put it way down here like this right. so only the bus can see them. So now they're doing this while they're texting, and they're driving forward, and their head is down here looking straight down, and not they're getting good. in more accidents. Yeah, not good. Because people are going to do it anyway. Don't, um, don't text and drive. That will kill you. I mean, that's just not smart. It's, it's, not, it's just it's, not smart. I mean, you know, like... Uh, well, for people who don't know how to do it right. Right. Thank you, Jeffy. Nobody uh, does it right. 
doing it at all is not right. It's not a good idea. No. Um, I would say it's not a good idea. Although, what is, you know, what's the difference, really? You're scrolling through uh, music files. You're scrolling through radio stations. Um, if you're looking, anything that takes your eye off the road is not a good idea. Yeah. When you're moving, right. you should keep your eye on the road when you're moving. It's kind of a Preferably. good general principle. Yeah. That's why they do so many things at the wheel now, so that you can, you know, change yeah. stations from the wheel. You can turn up the volume for the wheel yeah. on most it helps. newer cars, but it, it does help. But mm -hmm. texting? Yeah, there's plenty of cities yeah, that have texting and driving bans, but the state ban is right, Stu. School zones and the kids under 18 be and stuff kidding like me. that. You know? Yeah, so here's the, here's the actual like fact. I've been pulled over for that in Texas. Well, you've been pulled over for everything. I know. And uh, now even things I that know. don't exist. Um, 46 states plus uh, Washington, D.C. have a text ban. Um, and uh, four, only 14 states have it on the calls for handheld. Only 14 wow, states. Yeah. So you're you're pretty oh. clear um, if you're doing. I mean, most states you're okay with the calls and not okay with the texts. You know what drives me mad is I have this voice thing on my phone, so I don't have to use the handheld. I, c I can do it all from the wheel. I yeah, yeah. They're worthless. Voice command, the most worthless feature in the history of the world. It drives me. And they never understand. Out of my mind. I'm. I'm closer to having an accident screaming at the stupid voice command thing my wife's than I am good, just to look at my phone and dial somebody. Because I'll say, call mom, call Paul. No, okay. <laughs> Hang <laughs> up, Stop. start it over. Hang up, start over. Call mom, call Tim. No! Call mom. Call Stephen. <laughs> no! You ever think oh, that God. you may be getting pulled over? You may be getting pulled I'm over by the police department. Well, you know, they think oh, you're screaming at man. other people on the road with. Right. Yeah, you no, know, I'm just going road rage on my own yeah. car. Yeah. Well, good luck oh, proving that. Hate okay. that. Yeah. Um, I hate that. It's funny. My, mine First is, world problem. But yeah, I hate it. it. Mine is uh, it. when you press the thing, it goes did it, and you have to say what you want to do, and you yes. have to, before you dial or anything, you have to say hands free. Oh, right. You say uh -huh. well, hands free brings it to your phone right. and then you say call mom. Right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> for some reason, apparently hands free sounds exactly like enter street, which it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. In fact, there's actually more syllables in enter street than hands free. Yeah. So it's like really obvious. Uh -huh. It's not the same. But I was like, boop, boop. Address. Like, doo -doo. hands free, enter street. <laughs> no. <laughs> hands free. Enter street. No! Hand is a free. Enter street. <laughs> oh my god, I get so pissed I, off. I was so pissed last week trying to <laughs> dial somebody. I, I, I can't remember who. I almost drove the car right back to the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Take this freaking thing off my hands! Just because of the voice command! I can't take it! All right, triple eight seven two seven back. Coming up. <laughs> I wish you had. I almost I did. Yeah, that piece of trash. God, oh, sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it uh, sucks. So we got Missouri, Montana, Texas, It's Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. I am Pat. This is.
used to mm. over there. Uh, fatso. <laughs> it's, it's Jeffy. All right. Uh, so uh, this is kind of an interesting story. Um, the, the new Missouri bill uh, is trying to get a hold of uh, lobbyists and stuff, and the way people spend money in politics. Um, so if you happen That's to a have weird photo we got up behind you for this particular story, uh, it's kind of it's strange. True. It's kind of teasing it where this goes. Like, which is hmm. uh, if you have sex with a Missouri lawmaker, and I'm sure they all look like that. They always do. Oh, and lobbyists, so do the lobbyists always look yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you have to disclose it to a Missouri ethics commission, which is, I guess, understandable. Like you, so you don't want like some lobbyists to be hooking up with the with the person who's in the industry giving them all sorts of perks. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Um, oddly, though, um, for the purposes of this section, the term gift shall include sexual relations between registered lobbyists and member of the General Assembly for his or, of his or her staff. So you have to register your sex as a gift. Now, Jeffy, you've always kind of I'd like to know it. what the problem with that is. I don't quite understand it. <laughs> Uh, so is that a problem is that what the story is? No, it's just telling the truth. Oh, just okay. so you know for your forms to okay. fill out. I got to tell you, it makes me. I'm growing to like Missouri again. <laughs> well, Jeffy, any other states you could be able to have sex with the lobbyists and not worry about it. Here, you have to actually put it on a piece of paper and say, "I got a gift of, of sex," which again, I think most of the time you've received it, you have considered it a gift. Oh, that is that supposed to be funny? I, I just stated the fact. Okay. I can see a lot of uh, lobbyists now saying, I got a present for you. Yeah. <laughs> Gives yeah. a whole new meaning to that phrase. I mean, what if it's not That's good? Do you then say, all right, you know, can you re-gift it? <laughs> yeah, you have to re-gift it. <laughs> there you go. See? You have to. All right. It's a little creepy. It's a little yeah, creepy. It's a lot creepy. I mean, I get the idea actually. of it. You know, you, you don't. Yeah. I mean, this happens, of course, all the time. I mean, we see it with... Uh, Reporters that it's it's been reported many times. What's the show that you watch? Uh, uh, Netflix uh, politics show. Oh yeah, the, the House of Cards. Kevin Spacey. Right. Wasn't that right. a big issue in that? Oh, like, yeah. They're saying that the per the girl in there, Sean Penn's old wife, said that stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Worse. 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 Worse.